Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. I remember how it used to be. The phone's ringing off the hook. Clients are coming in the front door like crazy. And here comes little technician Timmy. Timmy comes up and he says, hey boss, where's my part? Where you want me to go next? What you want me to do? Gosh, Timmy, if I knew, I'd tell you, buddy, but I am covered up. All of that stopped when I found Shopware. With Shopware, you get an industry-leading expediter right there in the software. It tells you if your parts are here, where your technician should go next, and how much time they have left to complete the jobs in the day. Go to GetShopware.com to learn more. GetShopware.com. Hey, everybody. David here, and welcome to the ASOG Podcast. Automotive technicians have one of the highest divorce rates of any profession. It isn't uncommon to see shop owners on their second or third marriages. What's causing these breakups? Is it avoidable? Can we really find happiness in a new relationship? In this episode recorded live at ASTE 2022, Lucas and I are joined by Justin Allen of Hunter Engineering. We discuss marriage, divorce, Jeff Bezos, Gary Vaynerchuk, and so much more. But before we get started, you know the drill. Make sure you have a set to automatically download the latest episode. Check out our new content on YouTube. And hey, if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And now, here we go. Am I supposed to put these on my head? Yeah, yeah. so you can hear yourself. Because, like, if you if you're recording, then you back up like this. You don't realize that. Hey, but if you've got your headphones on now, yeah, all of a sudden you're you right can on hear. top of the microphone. You can. Hear yeah, what's I'm, going on? I'm afraid to make mouth sounds. No, no, the mouth more. Mouth <laughs> I'm nervous to fiddle with anything at all. <laughs> Listen, I'm the only person that gets yelled at for that. You're safe. Can you're someone good. bring me a carbonated beverage, please? <laughs> 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 Okay. It, it makes David really happy when I. Ooh, snap, crack, a pop. That's right. That's right. What's up? What you doing? <laughs> How you doing, big boy? <laughs> I especially love the buzzing cell phone on the table. I appreciate that, Scott oh, Palava. Yeah, Scott's pretty awful. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I forgot to take my cell phone off the table. <laughs> How do you think people end up like Scott Palava? Paint chips as a child. Lots really? of them. Yeah. You think that helped? Or you think it, it suppresses hurt? the intellect and it makes your hands get abnormally large? Really? So I've read. <laughs> Can you cite that? 
I'll have to look it up. I think it was in Nature Magazine one time. <laughs> Ranger Rick. Maybe. <laughs> Ranger Rick. What's that? I don't I don't I don't know what Ranger Rick is. Ranger Rick predates you? Sort of? No? Come on. Uh, he's not very into hip culture. Who was playing the Commodore 64? We were learning about raccoons. Ranger Rick? Yeah. I would the com the Commodore I was that's a little too old for me, the Commodore 64. Okay. That was Justin just NES. dated himself a little bit, yeah. <laughs> NES. Oh, the, sure. The original Nintendo, that's, yeah, that was sure. me. Right. No, we had a, we had a, an Atari 2600. Oh, I remember that yeah. way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Justin. That's me. We're super honored to have you on the podcast. Like, you're the subject of much discussion. Man, so It's an honor. It's my pleasure. To get my pleasure, Chick Fil A and all. That's it. <laughs> so you want to talk about Gary V? Tell me what you want to talk about about Gary V. So it's not really about Gary V. Uh, so Jeff Bezos's uh -huh. ex-wife, mm -hmm. who took half his fortune, right? Uh -huh. um, I mean, when you listen, when you got that much money. It's kind of like half of nothing's nothing. When you got that much money, I mean, half right. of his fortune is he's Dude, still that's pretty a lot of money. It is, but he's still pretty rich. No, I get that he's still rich, but it's a lot he's only of half money. as rich as he was before. That's it. You think she? <laughs> so she? So she? Uh, they split up, right? And he, he gets hooked up with this woman. Um, well, I'll just reserve my comments on that. But so she she apparently got remarried to somebody else, and now she's divorcing him. So there, that's already a done deal. So husband number two, she's going to be moving on to husband number three, as a billionaire philanthropist. That's what her title is now, billionaire mm. philanthropist. It's a good job if you can get it. Yeah, it is. It's a really <laughs> good job. Got to really work Sign for me that. Up. Yeah, yep. man. Can you burning, sign up for that? Yeah, <laughs> burning through a sec another spouse that quickly, you know, you'd it have was really fast. Yeah. yeah, and you'd think like, what's the strategy? Like, if she gets a certain number of separations away from Jeff Bezos, like it it clears out something. Yeah, I I mean something. They were together a long time though. Mm -hmm. They were together a very long time, mm -hmm. from nothing to richest man or second richest man you think she just tolerated all along because she sensed his drive she sensed what was coming and she just put up with it no we've talked about this before i think you to to get to that position in life you have to sacrifice everything else mm -hmm. like every uh -huh. you got to burn everything else to the ground because right. all that matters is to to hit that level of success okay and so whatever's in the wake is is whatever that is what it is mm. I, I'm sure she just got to a point where she's like, I can go somewhere else and do something else. She finally felt like half was enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to a gazillion dollars. billion. Mm, that's right. now, yeah, now that we're... She crossed that line. Yeah. She's like, I needed to hit that hundred billionaire mark right? for myself. Taking mm -hmm. half, then, mm -hmm. then we're good. So Gary V. Yeah. Yeah, Gary V. <laughs> Gary V, um, similar situation. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, divorced his wife and is dating an Instagram model. <laughs> You're kidding. Those no. can be deadly. They can. You, 
it was it you that pointed out that a lot of the more successful shop owners had left their wives and gone on to new relationships? I wouldn't say so. Lucas and I have been telling you about Parts Tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your Parts Tech account, go to My Shop, and click on the Rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. Something like that. That's awful. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying you said it. I didn't say anything like that. Was it on a recording? <laughs> well, unless you have screenshots, I didn't say Jack. It's, I will say this about the, the Gary Vee thing or the Jeff Bezos or whatever. Like, ultimately, it pr- it's just more evidence that they put on their pants one leg at a time like the rest of us. Yes. Right? Yeah. They have the same problems we have, the same desires I, and needs. The problem, though, yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing, though. I think when you hit a certain status, you attract different types of people sure. into your life. Sure. And that's what happened to Jeff Bezos. He obviously is a very, very, very rich man. Uh, He has certain types of women that are just, they're attaching themselves to him. And what was not available to him ever before is now just, sure, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can have whatever you want, whenever you want. And... I mean, that, that that's a dangerous echo chamber to find yourself in, though. Sure. How do you not see it, though? Well, I mean, I don't guess he cares, right? Like, you, think? you have whatever you want. But look at look at the Gary Vee situation. This is I, I just I don't know. I don't get it. I just I don't I don't understand it. I'm just trying to understand it. I, I Gary Vee, like, I mean, he spent years on social media praising his wife. Because she she was completely out of the limelight, completely out of social media. She held down the house. She raised the kids. He's, you know, travels. But he he says, like, yeah, I work ridiculously hard for, like, 47 weeks out of the year. Right. And then I have a pocket of time that I spend with my family. And But the same situation. Everything else gets forsaken so he can achieve this level of success, which he has, right? Right. Right. In the books and the social media and then and then. And now that he's that he's uh, 
Hi. Yeah, we're recording. Anyway. <laughs> Why do people do that? Anyway. Uh, so, like, he forsakes everything else to achieve a certain level of success. And now that he's achieved it, he has these women attract that are now, like, going after him. It's like, dude, you're the same guy you were when you didn't have, you know, when you couldn't afford mm-hmm. the Jets jacket. Mm-hmm. You, heard, I'm sure you've heard the story. Right. Yeah. yeah. When you couldn't afford the, you're the same guy. You're still as ugly as you were from day one. You didn't all of a sudden become unbelievably attractive. That these like these tens are coming after you. Like they want something from you specific. Sure. Also, she's 20 years younger than you are. What do you think's happening here? And is it just like they're so blind to it that like? Well, crap, I couldn't get this 20 years ago. Now I can. Let's go. Hot dog. What? So what if they worked to have that type of money to be able to do that? What if that was... Then why get married? Why have kids? Like, he's got kids. Like, they're kids. It, maybe if they were like, I don't... When do they not get screwed up? If their kids were in the 30s, they're in their 30s and they have their own kids <clears throat> and stuff like that. But even then, you're like... Ah, uh, we don't have grandpa come around anymore. Why? Because grandpa's girlfriend's younger than I am, and it's weird. And uh, I don't want the twenty-five-year-old dating my sixty-five-year-old grandfather to come around and hang around my grandkids. Like, mm. at some point, that has to like take precedence over the fact that you can score this this ten, the smoke show IG model. I, I don't get it. Like you. And, and it'd be different, like, what is with you leaving these marks? Is that... Are your hands sweaty? No. Are your, your hands have to... No. They're not. They're dry. That's weird. It's the table. It's not the table. Look. You're not holding it right. <laughs> so apparently. It's only when I'm talking, too. He, like, he presses into the table, and liquid oozes out of the table. That's what it is. It's the whole, like, uh, religious thing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, go ahead. So I'll say this now, because, you know, thinking about whatever does or doesn't make the cut to get out to the the world. I think it's an interesting conversation. If we're talking about Gary Vee and Jeff Bezos and the the what with great power comes great responsibility is the yeah. same concept, right? Like got all this money, they can do whatever they want to. I think when you're thinking about a shop, we're talking about a shop owners here. Not to circle it back around to automotive right. or anything, right. but just saying, as a shop owner, you've got some pillars of security yeah. in your shop. You've got to have good insurance, right? You've got to have good cameras. You've got to have drug tests. Whatever the things are that you think are going to make your good business. Um, marriages, of course, are going to be the same way. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And ultimately, males of our species are going to make the same dumb mistakes we've been making for eons at this point. Right. right? And they're, right. they're just dudes making dumb choices in that moment, but they do think they're in, invincible or, and, or they're so used to just doing whatever they want to, they're going to keep doing it again. Do you right? think they but, get so delusional because it's that a pattern. they believe it? It's yeah. a, it, well, it's a pattern. Like it's the same, it's the same type of man attracting the same type of woman blowing up the house the marriage, the kids, mm-hmm. like all of the, and it, it'd be different. It was just isolated the situation, but it's like, it's like, okay, you, now you're a stereotype. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and you see it play out over and over these again. These are not yeah. unintelligent yeah. men. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? And so he, you have Gary V who's a yacker and this, that, and the other. It's like, 
hold on, what do you think's happening here? Like, do you really think you found love here with this 26 right. year old that's you're, you're pushing 50 and this is, do you really think that this is what's happening here? Dude, you're like a four. She's a 10. The rule of two does not apply here. It's like, you have a lot of money mm, yeah. and you know, what, what do you think is going to end up happening? I mean, this surely they know, to, right? Like they know. That's what got, I'm saying. They have to be delusional. But, but like, unless oh, they accept true it. true happiness. Because that's what he's posting on his social media. I found true happiness. I think he's trying to get married a second time to her. He's engaged mm. to her or something like that. Mm. And she's, like they've barely been together. Barely been together. Well, but I mean, there again, let's talk echo chamber. You come into a relationship that all they want is money. Right. What What are you paying her for? You're paying her to to accept whatever you say, whatever you do. Right. That that is part of the equation that that he's bringing to the table. So now instead of somebody being real with him and telling him the truth and telling him what he doesn't want to hear about himself, instead of somebody who's going to nag and fuss when he does something he shouldn't be doing, instead of somebody who meets all the social norms of, of what a wife or a partner is supposed to be. Now he's got somebody who tells him exactly what he wants to hear, exactly when he wants to hear it, gives him whatever he wants in exchange for money. She may not be doing it for money, but she's she's selecting a certain type of man. She's I don't know if you've seen pictures, but she's extremely attractive, obviously, right? And so she can literally pick whoever she wants. Sure. But she's going after that guy, obviously for the money, right? But she's going to get knocked up. She's going to have a kid. This thing's going to fall apart. He's going to end up supporting that child and her for the rest of their lives. She's going to be set because at some point she's not going to be as pretty as she is right now. Mm. Like he's hitting peak attractiveness age right now. But when everything starts to droop a little bit and get a little wrinklier and stuff like that and the hair start propping up where they were on the air before, all of a sudden he's going to be like, eh, he's going to move on. Or... Most likely, he's going to move on. He's going to find somebody else. But but you're basing it on the fact that he's it's, just going to find another 26 year old. Is what he's going to you're do. basing it on the fact that it's all about physical attraction. For him, it has to be. Listen, I've talked to 26 year olds. I don't understand them. They don't make sense to me. And I remember you being a 26. You didn't understand them when you were 26. Maybe I don't know. I'm just saying, like, there's a certain like, I don't know. There's like. There's, just, there's nothing there. Like, I can't relate. He cannot relate to this person. It's, it is impossible. This is a person that lives in a completely different realm. Look, if you grew up looking like Gary V, going through everything Gary V went through his life, immigrant parents, they build a business, super poor growing up, and he's just hustling, New Yorker, and you see this girl who has probably looked like this since very early on, has lived a completely different life all the way up to this point. What are you relating on? I, I don't know. I, I've never considered any of this. <laughs> Is he just like relay, regaling stories and she's just like, hmm, so interesting because she's vacuous and just like, She'll just suck him, and he thinks it's oh, she's really yeah, she'll into just me. Suck him. <laughs> we fall for this stuff, though. You know, the endorphins, the drugs, the yeah. whatever's associated with it in our heads. Like, yes, of course it. It just feels good to get that kind of attention. So it he's does. making whatever decisions he has to make to keep feeding that. I yes. will say this: with that idea of men in general, 
I found, I woke up one day and I was a 34 year old single man. All right. Three kids. All uh, right. And startled almost like what on earth just happened to me? Yeah. How did I find myself in this situation? And so there's a little bit of a blur like that. But then what I can tell you guys and most of the people here as married humans, these men, you men, us men need to, you need to pay attention because holy cow, being able to observe married females that were clearly neglected and deprived of attention yeah. and hungry for any conversation to feed those drugs we're talking about that makes people make these crazy decisions. Right. Because it, it was mind blowing. Right. It's not just men. It's no, not yeah, just everybody. Men. Humans love these feelings, right? I disagree with you. I disagree with you. A hundred percent. See, listen, he, his wife doesn't need attention. Completely different. I don't know. We'll find out. I just sent her the love language thing. Mm-hmm. I just sent her the love language thing. Nice. I think these women that you think were starved of attention have been fed a specific narrative that you are supposed to receive X, Y, and Z from everybody ever, including your husband. And all of a sudden, they wake up and go, I'm not getting all of these things that I was getting when I was 19 and smoking hot, but now I'm 40 and I'm not so smoking hot, but somehow I still need the same thing. It's like, hold on now. Hold on. You live in a nice house. Yeah. Your kids are taken care of. Yeah. There's security there. Yeah. He's providing for you. This, that, and the other. Like, but there has, there's a level of contentment that needs to be realized. Like they need to look at themselves, their situation go, I have it pretty good. I, I, sure. I don't what is think it that I'm that, looking for. I, I think that's just it. Is they don't necessarily know what they're looking for. It it, it is you know you hit that midlife crisis. Like that's you're, exactly right. Your your midlife crisis, right? Your midlife crisis is is man. I'm so upset that car's not falling on me yet. The rest of the world like has aspirations to continue on in life and to feel loved and to feel cared <laughs> no, no, for. No, 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 no. And, they don't know. They're, the idea is this like something better. What it, what it, what better? What? Oh, I don't know. Something better. Anything. That's what they go chase. The statistics are on my side. I'm just saying. Over 50% of marriages end in divorce. Yeah. 78% of them are initiated by the woman. Sure. These aren't the guys that are leaving the marriages. Yeah. These are overwhelmingly the woman leaving the marriage. Why is that? Because guys are treating them very poorly. No. I, absolutely I'll, not. It's easy absolutely to watch. Not. It's easy to watch. I think I think as a general rule, I don't think guys change that much over over, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> I don't think they change that much. I think what drove them when they were like 21, 22, I think that's true. <laughs> 21, 22-year-olds like when you marry that 24-year-old guy, yeah. That's what he's going to be like when he's 44. He sure. ain't going to change that uh, much. Yeah. I totally agree with you. But I mean, that's so also that, coming that's, from somebody that's, that's been a troll under is, the bridge is, for years. I, I'm saying that the woman, the woman is marrying into that. Yeah. She is signing up for that. Sure. It ain't going to change. Yeah. To think that it's going to is delusional. Men get apathetic, though. We get yeah. as as a species. I mean, and we can just say, look at it. Look at the physical reality of that. Look at all the beer bellies floating around. Yeah. 
and yeah. be like, that dude doesn't care anymore. I feel attacked. <laughs> Don't feel <laughs> attacked. Too. It's I, ter- no, you know what I'm talking about. My I'm talking love about. language okay, is food. Is, is food. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good language. And so when I'm making ridiculously rich meals, mm. that's my way of saying I love you. That, it, that can be. Sure. It ends up that's depositing like around your stomach. I'm just, yeah, yeah it's an it, act yeah. of service. That's my love language. So I'm saying like... I, I think over time, a relationship builds baggage, right? And we end up with baggage, and no matter what, we've got to take that baggage with us, uh-huh. right? Whether you're in that relationship or you're not in that relationship. But the problem is we don't think we have to take that baggage with us. Right. If we leave that relationship in our minds, if we leave, that baggage doesn't go with us anymore. But it it's still oh, there. Man. It's, always, it's still there. Yeah. And so I think that we have this idea like... Man, I've gone through this. We keep doing this. It's the same thing. It's I'm looking for something different. I'm looking for something to fill this void. And the problem is, is that there is nothing there to fill that void except for you, right? Your mentality, your thought process, your directives that you give yourself is what makes you feel satisfied, right? We all want to be satisfied. We're all looking for something. And the problem is, is like you said, the men kind of disconnect. Right? I want to watch football. I want to go home and I want to lay down and I want to go to bed. I worked hard I all day. I deserve it. Right. It's time. Exactly. I worked hard all day. I want to be left the hell alone. What's wrong with that? She did it, too. Exactly. And there's still kids that need attention. Right. And there's still stuff well, that needs to be done. You don't look like that portion of it. I, I think, look at the statistics. This particular last, this generation, these millennials, okay, that are having kids, fathers, are overwhelmingly spending more time with their kids than Gen Xers and the previous generations. That dynamic has changed entirely. Fathers want to be involved in their kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot, part of that is the fact that the women are no longer in the house. They're now working. And so now you have two incomes coming in. Like Everybody has to sort of split the, the household responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the statistics as far as marriage and who's initiating the, the or divorce and who's initiating the divorce remain the same despite the 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 way the correction of the things that people once said was the problem. Exactly. That's been fixed. The mm. fact that apathetic, the the Al Bundy narrative. Right. Okay. Right. That's not that's not true of any but anything under like 42, 43 years old. If, 42, 43 and younger, that's not that's not the guy in the house. Sure. That's Al Bundy's not it. Right. It's an involved father who wants to be part of the whole thing and is splitting the, the household chores. Yeah. And yet the, the the marriage, the divorce statistics remain the same. Mm. So there has to be something else. That's what I'm saying. It has sure. to be something else. We got a little bit away from the Gary V's though. I just I, I see that and and I go. I don't, I don't know. What, what is it that you're chasing? Why, why leave uh, Mrs. V and the two kids just because you had the opportunity to hook up with this IG model? What, what is it that you're going to get out of this IG model? Like, so, I, so what if, I understand what, if what you're getting out of the well, IG well, model. But you never know what was going on behind closed doors. And I don't know. That's what I was going to say. She could have been a terrible person behind closed doors. Oh, right. Man, in in theory, right? That, it is... It, it, it's the reason why I don't think that's the case is because it'd be so off brand. The guy 
I mean, you're familiar with yeah. Gary Vee. Oh, like yeah. he's he's got this whole. You, you got to be honest. Put yourself out there in right. all of his social media comments about his wife, who again stayed out of the lim- limelight. Yeah. Was that she was super supportive and she was behind him and she held the hell and she was she was like this this she was the rock. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Sure, and he was able sure. to to create this empire around him and his personality, and she kept them based, like grounded, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that up for an IG model. But but we don't really know the story. We 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 think we know the story, but we right. don't know at the end of the How day what really happened. Maybe like? maybe she checked out. Maybe there was no intimacy between them. There's a list of thousands of different things that could have set it off. Yeah, and, and he said. So he says, "Look, we're going our separate ways. I can live whatever life I want. Nobody can say anything about it." I, look, the the love of my life is gone, so it doesn't really matter to me anymore. That, I'll just run around and mess around with craziness, right? And so he, you know, what what, what are you going to say? Like, you're going to post on social media and say, uh, huh, I'm just looking for a good time. Don't worry. I'm not interested in happiness or any of that stuff. So what what are you going to post? Everybody chases, everybody chases, quote unquote, happiness. Everybody. That's what he's What is chasing. happiness? What is happiness? What exactly. Is it? What is it? Tell me, what is it? It changes daily. Just watch TikTok. You'll see yeah. what it is. The happiness <laughs> is on TikTok. You know, you can see what the next thing is you're supposed to be happy about. You can see what the next thing your relationship is supposed to do, right? Like or what it's supposed when you to talk look about, like, yeah. Yeah, if you want to talk about women leaving relationships, social media, holy moly, man. Yeah. They're missing out all the time. Everybody's got a better life than me. I should, I should be able to have that lifestyle. Yeah, that I could have that real. lifestyle that if that anchor real. holding me down, yeah. Yeah. right? So yeah, I think that, that, that is, is absolutely contributing to the yeah, problem. Very complicated. What is happiness? What is happiness? Do you really want to know? Yeah, I want to know what your definition of happiness What's is. What's my definition? What is the definition? What's the definition of both? I want to know. A sense of peace and contentment. Okay. R- regardless of where you are, regardless of what you. I think ultimately it doesn't matter what, everybody's chasing that one thing. Okay. My Satisfaction, wife. peace, and contentment. Those three things. Smush them together. You have happiness. My wife would agree with you completely. She's a very content. That's where she wants to be is content. I want to be having a killer time. You know, like I'm always trying to dial it a little bit. Like this is a pretty cool situation, but what if we played some music? How could we make it a little bit better? She's always about that very even keeled contentment, which is a very healthy thing. It's a very healthy thing. Contentment? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, social media doesn't feed contentment at all. It feeds the opposite of it. And, And satisfaction moves. Right, satisfaction, whether it's relationships or whatever it may be. I can go buy a tire changer today, and tomorrow one little thing happens. I'm not happy with that tire changer. Well, anymore. no, that's why you have to have all three. It's sort of like you know, it's a stool. Like of you, course, you, you got to have satisfaction. You have to have a certain level of contentment. Like I have achieved this. I'm but as human content. beings, do we plan for that? As human beings, do we really slow down long enough to think about that and acknowledge that that's what it is? Do we acknowledge that? Hey, I could be. Uh, Dear, discontent for the rest of my life and continue to search for something that I never and you'll find. you never find fulfillment. Absolutely. A lot of people. But do we ever acknowledge that? Do we ever say, hey, until I we decide to. I just had a conversation with, uh, who was it? Uh, Grills. What was his first name? Uh, Doug Grills. Doug yeah. Grills. Oh, Doug. The yeah. other one. The other one. <laughs> he, he, um, he was talking about like these big shop owners that go chasing after was a big shop or just business owners it, it was big yeah it could be either or yeah. i do need to point out they were to you, building what 
When you point over there at that chair, it just throws me off because I'm thinking that's where about he was who, sitting. Well, I understand that. He's not there, though. This was a I week know. ago. I, I know, but that's where he was sitting. That's why I was pointing. It messes me up, though. Just... <laughs> he was talking about these these empire builders, and yeah. they build up these businesses that are just huge businesses, and they make $60 million. Right. They sell the business for $60 million, and then they're like, well, that was awful. I, I don't feel fulfillment. Like I have achieved the American dream, the highest level of success that anybody could possibly conceive for, for somebody. And I feel completely unfulfilled. And now I'm going to grow a beard and I'm going to go live off the land and I'm going to go find myself or find the meaning of life. Uh You know, Justin and I have talked about this a couple of times when talking about my shop is like, I've always wanted a bigger shop and now I've got a bigger shop and it's almost like, uh, what do I do now? Like what, what do you do now? I don't know. Grow the beard and go for the meaning of life. <laughs> Drive a brewery tour bus around Blowing Rock. Ah, there we go. Tourists. That's a cool uh, business. You should do that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No? No. I, so what I'm hearing uh, is that maybe, maybe, what if in these functions, these training functions. Right. You've already He's got. trying to keep us grounded. You've already We're got dudes. Law, I, know, I know. You've already got. <laughs> A He's whole bunch of people showing up. They're they're shutting down their business. This is a rare thing, right? You've yeah. talked about trying to do it twice a year. Let's have people do a spring thing and a right. fall thing, wherever you are. Um, what about breakout sessions in these kind of situations to talk about, here's some ideas to improve. What what can you go home and do nicer for your spouse? Ah. It would be neat to squeeze in like an hour session here or there about those kind of things for people. Personal development is mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. And and we spend a lot of time on professional development. And, and it's very important. It is. There's no doubt. But there, you're right. There's very little personal development and, and focusing on personal, uh, on personal needs mm-hmm. outside of, you know, learning to be a better automotive technician, being right. a better right. service advisor, whatever it may be. And right? we tell the, shop owners to, to that that's a big part of what they could do for their people, like help your people right. learn about finances, help your people get a mortgage on a house and, and start building their dreams. Right. You know, yeah. And here so, they are tanking their relationships and throwing them in the tanking relationships like shop yeah. owners. Like you were saying, if y'all felt like that was a thing that a lot of shop owners maybe are grinding themselves down so much at the shop that they sacrifice. I, I see, I, I see a trend. It's just a kind of a trend. I mean, you see the shop owner, they, they struggle, they ruin the first marriage, they succeed, they get on the second marriage and the second marriage, the wife is always half the age. Hmm. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I, I think if you look, I think there's always, been, but, yeah. yeah, I think there's been a lot of shop owners face divorce and face hardships and relationships. And, you know, we talked about Sid Matlock, right? That was something that Sid went through. Sid didn't end up getting divorced. They brought it back. They talked about all the things and, and Sid found out that he had been distant. You know, he would go home and he was stressed out and things weren't good, you know, and it, it led to division, but it also led Sid to a place that, and, and I don't want to tell the story for him. We'll have him on to tell the story at some point, but I think it led Sid to a place that he didn't recognize he had made it to. Uh Right. Like one day Sid woke up and was like, Hey, do I sound crazy when I say that? Yes, Sid, you sound a little crazy. (laughs) Right. And Sid's like, damn, I didn't know I was crazy. Right. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, um, I I just, I take a completely different mindset to it. I I just swear that (laughs) stupid minutes. Yeah. 
Let's put as much sound into the microphone as possible. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Hate these stupid shows. You <laughs> stupid men. You know, let me let me be real with you. You know, <laughs> he's been fake up to this point. Yeah, right, right. This cat, <laughs> yeah. this cat, we get to Dallas and he shows up at midnight. They don't have a room for him. And he's like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna need to room with you. I'm going to need you to come get me. By the way, I know the show's not over until like five o'clock on this day. I need to leave midday. And I, oh, no, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. No. No, I stayed that entire day and I made sure to get the absolute latest flight. And then I got delayed two more hours anyway. Just for you, boo boo. Just, Just for, for you, boo boo. Anyway, <laughs> I think I take a completely different approach to it. I don't see. I wouldn't teach a class on uh, on how to do something nicer for your spouse. I would. I would teach a class on find something to appreciate about your spouse. Yeah, and then quit bitching about the rest. <laughs> Spousal appreciation, right? Spousal right? appreciation. I, that's it. There's got to be something there that they do. That they do well or do they do right. And then learn to appreciate that one thing and be happy that you're getting that because you could be living alone with 40 cats or living on the underneath a bridge. That's the woman, by the way, and living underneath a bridge shirtless with boobs all hanging out high as a kite. That's the dude like the guy we saw in Dallas. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That could be you. But it's not I, you. Instead, you have kids. You have a nice house. Learn to appreciate something about your dude, your spouse. And sure. quit, quit trying to get to right. And that, I think that's what ends up being like what just boggles my mind. Is you're trying to derive happiness out of this marriage. And that's not like. Yeah. That may not be there. Dude, I think another aspect of this. And, and I have caught myself doing it, and I think I see a lot of shop owners do it, is I think that we check out, right? Like you go in a lot of shops, and you see a lot of shops that the owner says, no, nah, everything's fine. Why, why are you worried? And the place is on fire. Right. Right? It's burning to the ground around them. And, and there's all the warning signs. The smoke detectors are going off, and the, the sprinklers are spraying water everywhere, and there's people pointing and, and taking videos, and the shop owner doesn't see it, mm-hmm. right? Because we convince mm-hmm. ourselves, yeah. no, everything's fine. Everything's great. It's okay, right? And the same thing in our marriages, right? And, and we look at it, and we say, hey, everything is just fine. Don't worry. There's nothing to worry about. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine, Right? Clients, how, how many how many shop owners say my clients love me? My clients think I'm great, yeah. right? And they never yeah. see the forest for the trees, and and we become delusional. We become delirious almost. We focus so much on how we want to feel about things that we don't ever self reflect to the point that we truly know. We don't understand what the truth is. We don't have that thirty thousand foot perspective. You know, we were talking about coaches and consultants earlier. The fact that they have that higher perspective, they have a, a different perspective. You're saying that we need to get marriage counseling. I think everybody can benefit from some marriage yeah. counseling. By the way, right? That that's. I agree with you. And I think that it is a very hard thing to stomach for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I think we could all benefit from counseling, period. Yep. I, I, I am not afraid to say that when I was going through the anxiety stuff, right, I ended up going to a counselor and I learned a lot, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot of, of things about my relationships and it gave me a new perspective 
that, that, and I, I don't always do a good job with it. My wife would kill me if she heard me saying this. Like I try and see things differently than I used to. Right. And, and be a little more self-aware, but I think that we are a very, very, uh, anti-self-awareness group, <laughs> right? Mm. Like it, it's bad. <clears throat> Shop owners. No, people in general are. Yeah. That's probably true. Sure. Okay. But the idea of, you know, it's, it's buzzwords nowadays about like the, the stigma of mental health issues and yeah. not reaching out for help. Oh, and it's in, it's in vogue now. Exactly. Exactly. Like everybody, but everybody's got a mental health problem now. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. But the idea of what like, yours? I try to tell people every chance I get about as a married couple talking to somebody, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you are investing in it, right? We invest in everything. People are, people are going to invest more money on this weekend than they've invested in fine tuning their marriage for years. Yeah. Right. Right. There's people here that would never spend 500 bucks for a few sessions with a counselor or something. Right. They've never thought of doing that. More, more so than the, the money, the, the time. Right. They would right. never invest the time. Right. And they're going to spend a whole weekend and thousands upon thousands of dollars for this. Mental health is a first world problem. I think that's a fairly accurate statement in terms of like, we're not having to worry about feeding ourselves and housing ourselves. You if know. you don't have clean water, and right. you have to go walk 10 miles to go right. get clean water. Otherwise, you don't have water. Yeah. And you got to make sure that the crops grow or you starve. Right. Like Maslow's you're not gonna, abuse, Yeah, right? you know, you're no longer worried about, oh, of course. you know, I've got deep anxiety and depression issues. It's like, no, I'm going to starve. Yeah. So I got to I gotta get up and I got to go do what I got to do. Otherwise, I'm going to die. Right. It's a first world problem. All right. I don't doubt. What is it they always said? There was no atheist in a foxhole, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same idea. Same idea. <laughs> you don't think what? Do you think that's true? Oh, boys, I don't know. I, I, uh, I have never all been shot sudden, at like that. All, all of a sudden, <laughs> watch Band of Brothers a few times, and you know, and there were none of them were atheists. They all I, believed in God. You believe in something, right? Yeah, like. <laughs> One way or another, you're hoping something's going to get you out of it because, I, I mean, all luck I'm ain't saying it. is like, so if that's true, which I think is true, I don't think you'll find issues of depression and anxiety in a poor country I, as I, prevalent as you see it in the U.S. It might be there, but it's like, oh, I'm really sad. I'm not going to feed my family. <laughs> no, gonna, I mean, and little Timmy died. Because you starved to death. Well, and, well. Uh, so, for instance, in in my case, the anxiety that I went through was was caused by medication, right? It was not something I. It wasn't like I had had a bad day and I felt bad about myself. No, it it was caused by medication. It was something completely out of my control. Figured out how to work around it, but like had to reprogram things to get them to work right again. Right? Figure that you out. See the, like, didn't you see the news stories about the drugs? The depression drugs that they were prescribing for depression and drugs that they were prescribing for um, dementia or uh, it was Alzheimer's mm-hmm. um, were were based off of faulty faulty science and a faulty yeah. premise yeah. and were actually yeah. not doing anything yeah. and were actually chemical imbalance stuff. What's that? Chemical imbalance yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what right. they were saying yeah. was causing it, and that right. these drugs were supposed to fix it. And, right. exact, and what it was doing was exacerbating the problem. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so yeah. they were just over prescribing, over prescribing, yeah. over prescribing. 
Yeah, that's uh, freaky stuff. It is. It is. Medication. No, you. I, I do I not believe out. in taking any of those medications. Those medications are dangerous. Hardcore dangerous. Why are you an anti-vaxxer? What's wrong with you? The only anti-vaxxer I know is you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all. I'm inoculated. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> there is so, zero doubt. So next year for AST, yeah, I'm going to have a session. Okay. I'm going to bring in an expert, somebody okay. who knows something about marriages and, and healthy relationships. Let's do, do it. How do you know they're going to? I'm going to have a breakout session. It might be in the parking lot. <laughs> it may not be Let's officially just... organized, <laughs> but we'll have snacks and we'll have an snacks. expert. Yeah, like gummy bears. Here, here, and we'll have a, a quick 45 minute session. Completely. You should have Eric in here. Your technician, Eric. Mm. You should have him in here for this. I should. I, I think. It, I think for it to work out. It has to be religiously grounded. You you think a marriage for it to work out has to be religiously grounded? Yes. So you're calling Eric an atheist, which he is, I guess. I don't know. I a, a godless heathen? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm calling him a godless heathen. You know, we were having this conversation about conservatives. Okay. And I said, well, because I, I was talking to Jeff Compton, and I go, and he's like, yeah, so when we, in, in Canada, A, we have this. <laughs> in Canada, eh? <laughs> we have We have the liberals and we have the conservatives. And I'm like, yeah, those Canadian conservatives. And he goes, he goes, well, yeah, I can see that. And, and, and then Eric spouts off because, you know, he had to. And I go, I'm like, oh, hold on, dear. He's a New York conservative. It's not the same thing. And he goes, he goes what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Burr, 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 burr. I'm like, dear, a conservative is God, family, country, in that order. And he goes, no, no, because you know he's a godless heathen. So he did not appreciate that I was saying that for you to be an actual conservative, it has to be God, family. Oh, country. he's as far from a conservative as it gets. He just doesn't want to see it. He doesn't want to acknowledge it. Mm. Yeah, and not good, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just saying that if you're going to label somebody conservative, it has to be God, family, country in that order, or you're, you know, Democrat light. <laughs> <laughs> And here's why I'm saying that marriage has to be religiously grounded. Because other than that, it's just a civil union. You're, you are taking vows in front of God Almighty that you mm. are to live with this person through health, through sickness and health, good times, blah, blah, blah whatever the, the, the splurge is. You, you're doing that in front of God and you're, you're saying this is the one person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. But that's not the case, right? Over 50% of marriages end in divorce. So what were you doing? Well, I meant it at the time. It's like, okay. Well, I guess you really didn't really mean it. And if you actually believed in God, which most people say they do but don't, then you would be fearful. The Bible says it is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. That's Bible verse. It's in Hebrews. Look it up. And it says that. Don't take lightly God's wrath. That's essentially what it's saying. Don't take it lightly. You're just not going to enjoy it, right? And so, somebody who gets in front of God and says, I'm going to live with this person for the rest of my life, and then decides, they don't make me happy anymore. I think this 26-year-old ID model will make me happy. I'm going to divorce my wife of 20-plus years that I have two children with, and I'm going to hook up with this ID model. I'm going to pose to her. So, you know, here's here's the next 
part of this? Is it that society has made it acceptable to do those things? Is it that society has made it? Government completely out of marriage. You need to completely squash the entire idea of marriage. Look, I'm talking to young guys. I go, why are you getting married? What's the point? To have kids? Oh, you already have a kid. You already have a kid with this woman. You're already living with her. Why are you getting married again? Oh, you want to lose half your stuff. That's why you're getting married to her. Justin, you seem like you might relate with that. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, I think a society as a whole does not put the, the sanctity of marriage as what it is. Is he going to hate me after all this? Oh, gosh. No. no. Dave, you can't push me that hard. Come on. No, he's not going to hate you. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to trigger we're, as many people as possible. Let's keep going. <laughs> well, you know, look. He, he's he's my shop therapist, so he just we That's dress him up I, as a hunter. I, I kind of cut that. That's why yeah. we're having this conversation with you here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I, you know, he's like, what? <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about hunter machines. Oh gosh, no. Oh, please. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, I, you know, so I, I think that that's part of it, and I, I think that people like the idea of marriage. They like the idea of a relationship, but it's, a relationship's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right? No, mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah. like have all the relationships you want. I'm just saying like the minute you, you you like codify it, the minute that you make it, you put it down as saying I'm going to marry this person in front of God. You have set something in motion that is just because you can go down to the courthouse and throw it away doesn't mean that it is actually thrown away. And the only the only time it is meaningful for somebody is if there is a religious ground to it that you see it as something religious that you see it that I can I am now I am now not just letting go of my spouse I am I'm abandoning my faith along with it so because when, I don't see anything wrong with this. So when you take science and, and you look at science on top of that, do you think that the the human uh, being was meant to be in a monogamous, monogamous relationship? Do you think that? Absolutely. You do? Yeah. From a scientific angle? Yeah. Like God out of the equation altogether? You think humans? Well, I the, think it's just look, say, were they meant the to be monogamous? and. Meant would imply somebody right. had a for, decision. For, for right. you, human beings are so complex. For you to raise healthy children in in a successful and any and successful in life, as in they don't get eaten by the dinosaur, you're chasing them or whatever. Like you've got to have both dynamics there. You got to have a male influence. You got to have a female influence. You got to have both. They they mesh together. Right, but I mean, you think fifteen hundred years ago, you had a community, more so than the family unit's it's a fairly new discovery. No, I mean, it, it, no, not full what blown are you family. Talking about full blown family unit. The way we see it now, I mean, where we corner ourselves like, off we're to go one house, all the way back to cavemen, maybe. No, like, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm heading. Well, okay, 1,500 years ago. I kind of thought that that may be 1,500 sure years ago. Right. Christ was around 2,000 years ago. We had ancient Egypt 6,000 yeah, years ago. You know what I'm saying. Okay. A long time ago. <laughs> a long time. They, well, you're talking a million years ago. Okay. When we didn't have ago. Homo sapiens, we had a different species altogether. You look a lot like humanoids. Them. I'm just saying, like, you're talking about My, Homo sapiens, humans. You're saying humans now. Humans are incredibly complex. 
There has to be a grounded family structure there. You need to have a male, strong male influence, a strong female influence that has to come together for you to have healthy children. You can say what you want about the Bible, but I'm just telling you as old as the Bible is, that's the framework that was laid out in the Bible. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. My, my question for you, though, is, is that, that that came from somewhere, right? Like that started somewhere. That tradition, the, the marriage tradition started somewhere. It wasn't always like that through evolution, whatever you want to call it. Is that what human beings – what do you think, Justin? Is that what human beings are supposed to do? I think what – I love David always pulls out good statistics, right? right. So if we look at the data – yeah. It appears as though we're the most successful that way. Yeah. Right. In terms of like you're saying, creating a structure within which everybody can thrive as much as possible. It certainly appears so with the data. Right. Right. I I think there's a few birds. There's a few birds that are. Penguins. Penguins. Yeah. And there's a couple others too, but that are very successful. Do uh, our animalistic instinct. Yeah. It's to, it's to go out and, and, Whatever, yeah, there's conflict there. Yeah, but the minute that you now have offspring, that you know, now you've created something here, and and they're not baby bunnies. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're humans. They're unbelievably complex, and you you do a disservice to that child if you just abandon it and go go knock up some other woman, and then abandon that one and go knock up some other woman. Now you've got issues. And you end up with idiocracy. Did you ever see the beginning of idiocracy? I didn't. Have but you ever seen the beginning? No, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. I'm Are you serious? I we need I to do a live stream watch session with Justin <laughs> watching idiocracy. Reactions. It sounds like live we reactions. probably need Shannon in here too. Shannon's mm. pretty well defined by your last few statements. So, is Shannon going around knocking up women and abandoning the children? I didn't say that. I mean, there are people. <laughs> there are people. That's so I, nice <laughs> What's wrong with you? I have a friend, uh, and I think she's fantastic. And she has four children from four different fathers. Right. And so, by contrast, and and nothing derogatory about it, but it's like you say, like there's the more people brought into that equation, the more chaos there is. Yeah. Too, right. Yeah. So. And yeah. not that she can't have perfectly and, healthy, happy, successful yeah. children. But right. statistically speaking, uh, that's really difficult. It's complex, well, right? Not that me as a five foot nine ish, 260 ish <laughs> pound, 42 year old man can't play in the NBA, but statistically speaking, the yeah, life is more difficult. Is. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. mean, you might be the ball washer, but <laughs> I couldn't do that either. I'd be the guy sweeping the floor <laughs> and trip over. And <laughs> Figure you were just standing out there polishing people's balls. <laughs> so it needs to be done. Someone's got to do it. But so, yeah. So a session to help shop owners think about their marriages. Yeah. Males, I like females, that, yeah. whatever. Just like squeeze that, it in yeah. somewhere because, yeah, they've already made the effort to get here. They've already invested in all the other infrastructure to make it happen. Let's talk about it for 45 minutes to yeah. an hour and bring in a couple of guest speakers that are like marriage counselors. I'll, I will foot the bill. I'll bring people to do it. How about I do a session to everybody, to all the unmarried males and females like, hey, if you're a shop owner and you're unmarried, haven't been married yet, no children, come talk to me. I will te- teach you. Don't get married. <laughs> How to be content. Don't get married. Don't have children. Ta-da. Ta-da. 
You will not find happiness in marriage. You know, your wife does listen to some of these episodes. She doesn't listen to a one. And I am telling you right now, she would probably agree with 99.9% of what I'm saying. Yeah, I I, I think I could see that. Sales reps get divorced all the time, too. Oh, yeah. You know, we're talking about that. Like, it's just the travel, the. Right. The focus, the sacrifice and everything you said, let it all burn for the sake of this thing. That's that's a lot of when you're working for 100% commission Mm -hmm. and your income is only based on that, like constantly. Answering that text, picking up the phone all hours of the day. You know, it's really bad for sales guys, too. And I hate watching it. I hate seeing guys. But they have to know. Like, that's, I guess that's my point is, like, be in a relationship. And, and if, the, if the second person in the relationship doesn't get it and doesn't understand and doesn't want to be in that, okay, mm-hmm. get out. Mm-hmm. But why get married? And if you are going to get married, then know that's what you're signing up for and then just – you know, go, okay, I'm never going to see the person. They're going to be distracted all the time. So I'm going to appreciate the time that I do get with them. I'm going to appreciate whatever it is we do do together. And I'm going to appreciate a little bit of anonymity or um, autonomy. Hmm. Um, I can go do some stuff there and hang out with my friends and go have some hobbies because on the road half the time. like Right. Everything is disposable now, though. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. That's the trick to it. I love you're very noble. I love the way you talk about marriage. Honestly, I, I have a great deal of respect for that. Most people nowadays, it's I, I, I'm going to be married as long as it serves me. Yeah. They've removed yeah. the, relig- the yeah. religious aspect of Absolutely. of the union. Absolutely, and and I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that. If you want to remove the religious aspect of it, that's that's where I have a beef. The minute you walk into that church. And you say, in front of God, I'm going to be with this person forever. And then you don't. So you're saying you're breaking a covenant with God is what you're, you're doing. You're breaking that's a covenant with God. Is where, yeah, that's yeah. where you're like, yeah. what were you doing then the whole time? Now, if you yeah. were like, no, I'm going to shack up with this woman and, and we're going to have some kids. And, you know, it's it's that, that's what I find convenient right now is right. to live with this woman and, and have some kids. Like, OK, go nuts. Go do good. Go, go do it. You Great. do you, boo-boo. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're a religious, it's like uh, you know, if 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 you're not a religious person, and that's that's what you find, then fine. Yeah. The the minute you insert selectively, <laughs> you insert a little re- religiousness to it, and say that hey, this is what I'm going to do now, and even from a legal aspect, like you've just added a whole level of legal complexity to the union. Where before, it, there was nothing wrong with what you were doing. You were shacking up with this woman. You were already living with her. You had kids with her. You had built this whole life together. Great. Go live your life. Why do you want to insert the government into it and say, hey, now I voluntarily give up half my stuff in case this doesn't work out, which statistically it doesn't. I'm going to get screwed out of all of my stuff. That sounds like a good deal for me. No. I mean, if you love somebody, then the stuff doesn't really matter at the end of the day. If I love somebody, but tomorrow I won't. Like, get out of here with that garbage. Look, listen, I'm sure Gary V thinks he loves that 26-year-old. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure he loves him. She loves him oh, so definitely. Good. She loves him so, so hard. <laughs> well, I mean, for that amount of money, wouldn't you too? Wouldn't you too? I mean, look, David would love Gary V for some money. Uh, no. Maybe a little bit. 
I would think long and hard about it. (laughs) If we think about how marriages have evolved or the the social uh, concept of marriage and what it means and the relevance and the importance and the security and all these things about it. If you think about what's really happened with that in, let's say, the last 120 150, 200 years, right? Uh, last 40 years, let's say. Sure. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, 60 years. But if you looked years. at it, okay, you look at it 60 years ago, June and Ward Cleaver or whatever, right? To today, boy, we toss it out the window. What's it going to look like in 100 years? You well, know? what will happen is uh, all of Western civilization will collapse. We'll go into utter chaos. Sure. And sure. then all of that will start back over again. So like Mad Max style, you know, Mad working Max on your style, relationships. Yeah. It might be, it gets down to protection at that point, right? That then you point, you're security and, and dependability and protection. Who's, yeah. Who's going to yeah. be able to keep the tribe from getting, being uh, raided right. and destroyed? That yep. becomes the alpha male. Yeah. It'll turn into that. And so if it wasn't dystopian, because I... <laughs> Because, I mean, I believe you and I agree. And I think our community is is particularly well enabled for that next chapter. And I'm, I'm comfortable with that. But if it wasn't dystopian, uh, I did read a book about like seven-year contracts. Seven-year contracts for relationships is what they were doing in the book. And I thought it was interesting. You know, yeah. you disagree. That, and yeah. at the seven years, you'd either renew or you don't. But they, it wouldn't be... And I'm not saying it's good. Again, I, I want to be very clear on that. I love my married life. I'm good. I, don't, right, I, think, it, right. I think it's a very healthy place to be Absolutely. for everybody yeah. that wants to. Um, but that idea. puts <laughs> all these caveats. Yeah, I know. There's always so many disclaimers. Um, but the idea of seven years, that, that concept was kind of interesting because we already know of the idea of like a seven-year itch thing that happens and the yeah. seven minutes of conversation. Then you get that lull. Like the seven is a thing yeah. where, yeah, you would get to the end of the seven years and be like, you know, listen, it's been good. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I think I Nothing saw personal. something about that. Right, and yeah, and you know, I, maybe that's it. Is is that we're by trying to fill, by trying to fill, um, a void within ourselves. Right when that when that honeymoon phase ends, when the lull occurs, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you look at my parents. It's fifty some years, right? Yeah, and so it's different. Sure. Right. They never considered that. They never thought it to be the option. They could walk away. Mm. Right. Yeah. And, society- and they found contentment in the relationship and we're going to make this work and we're going to build a family and the family's going to be happy and healthy. But society today tells us it's okay to walk away. Right. For any reason at all. Exactly. Yeah. But Looked at me wrong. Some- mm, said the wrong thing. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's not usually not that it's, oh, there's something better out there. That that becomes the end result. That becomes what what it really is. But in their heads, male or female, they're telling themselves, oh, I'm not being treated the way I should. I'm not being loved the way I want to be loved. I'm not being coddled the way I want to be coddled. I deserve more, right? And so then that creates the excuse that I should be treated better. I'm going to go look for this. And then it always comes to looking for something better when – Chances are you're not going to find it. Ain't nothing better. Yeah, especially as you get older. Like, you get older and your chance of finding something better is not good. At some point, Gary Vee is going to need pills to keep up with the 26-year-old IG models. Mm. Yeah. And at that point, that should tell you, physically, my body is now telling me that this is not the bottom. Yeah, eventually you fall apart. You've got to get on, uh, what is it, RomanReady.com? No, this is beyond that. Now it's like prescription stuff. That's prescription stuff. Is it? Yeah. Tell me about it. I don't know. <laughs> Never used it. I mean, 
Supposedly, you can go to RomanReady.com and get the little blue pill. I mean, little, yeah, there's more than the little blue pill. There's a bunch of them. I have no idea. So I'm merging the ideas, though. I, back, I like the nobility of the way you talk about marriage. I think it's awesome. And I think being content is fantastic. And I think people also need to slow down, stand back, evaluate what you're really doing. Yeah. And make sure you're not missing any marks. Yeah. Because your marriage, your relationship is going to need, it needs financial stability. It needs emotional stability. Yeah. You need spiritual connection or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you need physical health, right? Like there's these four walls of a healthy relationship that's that you're going to protect that fortress. Or that's whatever, a right? really good point. I like to mix all the metaphors. Well, and, and so here's <laughs> the thing is, is think about that for a minute, right? Like, so when we talk about Gary V, Gary V has the financial stability. And for so long, the financial stability was what propped it up. Sure. Right. And then eventually there came a place when one of the other walls wasn't there and everything collapsed. Right. And, and I think the majority of marriages fail because of financial stability. And I, I think that financial stability doesn't just mean you've got enough money. If, if you have to kill yourself to get that enough money, sure. right. Sure. So and in other words, you're running a repair shop, you're, you're, you're running as hard as you can run. Yeah. Next thing you know, you turn around and like, you're a shell of a human being. You're going home stressed out. No, you're, no, no, no. I don't, like, I, I don't, no, 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 no. no I'm, I'm look, look at look at our previous uh, scholarship winner, Jason. Mm-hmm. His whole family was sleeping in that shop. Mm-hmm. He gets a job working for somebody, right? Decides to close the shop, and eventually he gets a job offer in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Alaska. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Jason. Yeah, that was Jason. That's that's where he lives. He lives, in flipping, he lives in Alaska right now. He's in Alaska. It's not Jason though. It's not Jason. That's no. his name. No. Yeah, Bunyard. Jason Samuel Bunyard? I've got to look now. I don't think it is. Oh, oh this is going to be very embarrassing for this and Jason. <laughs> You've locked down a lot of detail there for the wrong name. I know, right? Is, but that's all right. It's, anyway, it happens. He, dude moves to Alaska. Jacob. God dang it. It's close. <laughs> ah, it's close. It's so close. That's my middle name. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, luckily, he doesn't listen to this. So, <laughs> nobody does. I'm going to scrap this entire thing, by the way. This entire thing. Just <laughs> totally <deleted>. useless. Yeah. <laughs> but his entire family, like, and it, yeah. like, and now he could be putting a show on for, for social media. I have no idea. Yeah. But you can, like, there's this, this, like, do or die to the end of the earth. Like, there's the dynamic, this, this dynamic between him and his wife and his 17 kids. I don't know how how many he has at this point, but like this, like, doesn't matter what, you know, we'll go live in a bus mm-hmm. together as a family mm-hmm. because that's what we're going to do. And yeah. they just, they do it. Yeah, but that's not average. No. That's how it should be is my point. Again, you're very noble. I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I, but you're, th- you're saying noble, your eyes say no, delusional. No, I mean it. But what we hear... <laughs> What we hear around your table and out here is we hear shop owners saying, I got tired of not, I, I, I realized I didn't get to see my kids grow up. Yeah. That's yeah. what we hear. Yeah. And my thinking is, well, if you didn't see your kids grow up, were you, did your wife feel neglected at any point in that as right. well? Well, and, right. and, and look, here's the thing is, is that's what I'm trying to get across is, is I think it's great that a wife would stand by and say, look, I know he's stressed out. I know he's doing everything he can. I understand. Sure. But it's not fair. Right. Right. In, in the same respect, it, it wouldn't be fair from the other direction. Like if, right. if you know. 
And also there's women shop owners and there's yeah. men that are standing by watching too. You know, and, that happens as well. That's and so super rare. or super women rare. Or, or there's, there's, I'm just trying to make it fair. <laughs> <laughs> there's women in our industry. I know it. They're outside. I've seen them. Listen, I, listen, I've seen our demographics. It's like I 97% male. It's a bunch of awful dudes. I know. 25 to 44 year old. Lola so you're and in Tanika that key demo are the two where you're not married. I'm just telling you. Unless you're unbelievably religious, there's no reason. To uh, get have married. you noticed that when he talks and he thinks he's like talking to the to the listeners, he's like looking over here, <laughs> focusing yeah. in the distance. That, that was my IG reel right there. You weren't even so looking at the camera looking, while oh. you were looking at Lizzo twerking with a flute. You're gonna see my face going. Don't get married. <laughs> Don't unless you're unless you're deeply religious. Unless you're deeply religious with like actual conviction. Hmm. Don't get married. But get a civil union. No. Not even that? Oh, I thought Keep you were... the government out oh. of it. What are you going to do? Give up your half your stuff? Don't give up half your stuff. Yeah, okay. There you go. Don't do that. That's dumb. Yeah. I am so glad Justin tolerates us. I love you guys. We love you, too. Oh, it's, it's a joy. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you guys... It, throughout my day, like doing all kinds of good stuff. I mean, I'm so, David hasn't once talked today about how marriage is just about having someone to wipe your butt later. Oh, but, he missed it. Oh, he didn't Dutton, get the opportunity. He hasn't said Dutch it. did not appreciate that. But you know what? You know what? What? Dutch has been married a very long time. And guess what? He's going to have somebody there to wipe his butt when he gets to that point. Yeah. Which is reason- not far away. Yeah. <laughs> The reason they... <laughs> He's going to hear this, but it'll be like in a month and a half. I hate I'll that I brought it up. completely forget that right? I said it. And he'll be like, what do you mean? And we're like, whoa, 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 I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. All right. Thank you, Justin. you, guys. Thank you yeah. for your time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. Before I let you go, I need to ask you a question. Are you using the best innovative shop management system in the country? If you doubt that you are, why are you making your life harder? Shopware stays one step ahead of everyone else by bringing a clean, easy-to-use program unlike anything else on the market. Go to GetShopware.com and see what I mean today. That's GetShopware.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.